Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Making Sense podcast. I'm Sam. I'm Kalisha. And we have a very special guest with us today. Please introduce yourself. Um, I'm Ayo. Nice to meet you guys and (laughs) everyone else listening. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for joining us. We're going to give you a bit more information shortly about why Ayo is here with us today. Um, But we are going to be touching up on our topic universal credit that we done on that we done an episode on because we were speaking from doing research mm. not hands-on be- experience yeah, exactly so now thankfully we've got io here with us who can give us the real raw deal of how it works and how you get to receive universal credit but before we move forward we're going to have our trusty disclaimer so yes please always remember we are not registered financial advisors so the information we provide is free for thought so please ensure you do your own research and consult any professionals um yeah Yeah, (laughs) that's it so yes as we mentioned we've got io here um so why we decided to come back come back and revisit this subject is because io actually contacted us mm. while listening while driving do you want to go <laughs> into Ayo? <laughs> so Ayo, do you want to just take it away a, yeah what made you contact us on yeah. the back of what we were talking um, about i think a lot of the misconceptions about universal credit or people that are on it is that people are on it because they want to live lavish lifestyles mm. or that it works and it doesn't work yeah. um as a lone parent who works full-time it doesn't work yeah. um I don't know how to explain it, but you, it feels like you're being punished for working. Okay, yeah. So mm. I think it, maybe if you don't work, it might be a better I'll option. Yeah. This but if you work, it's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I work full-time. I've got a two-year-old, so she's in nursery full-time. Mm. No, she's in nursery four days a week now. When the nurseries went up in January, I pulled her down to four days a week. So yeah. she's with my dad on a Monday. But... Um, yeah, universal credit gives me a hundred pounds towards her nursery fees. Okay. Her nursery fees are over do, a grand. Do you want me to tell you? Yes, <laughs> wow. please. It's one thousand three hundred and forty-eight for four days. What? Whew. And yeah. how much is it for five days? It About went one up five. To one. One five ninety. Oh my gosh! So one six basically. Basically. Okay, so when we have these episodes. We like I say, we do the research and we talk about it, but we always say connect with us, talk to us. If you're going through something, if you have better experience, talk to us. And that is what Io's done. Io's going to give us the real on the topic that we were speaking of based on doing some research, hearing mm. some people's stories. But we've actually got somebody here to actually talk us through it. And we're so, so grateful for you to for being so here. grateful it's and to, right. to be open and to talk about your situation because it does help us understand better and it will definitely like resonate with some of the listeners. So we've got some questions that we're going to go through and we're just going to discuss the points and just kind of fact fact check (laughs) where we fact check where we um went wrong last time so um first question is why are you eligible for universal credit credit um give us a background originally i applied for working tax credit and child tax credit so i've always worked mm. and um, you said you mentioned earlier sorry that you work full time yeah. yeah yeah so when i was coming back off maternity leave um you know you do all your stuff and they say you have to go for working tax credits yeah. to help pay for childcare, and i did that and it's not eligible well obviously as you know they've they've cancelled it out so it's now universal credit yeah so that's how i ended up on universal credit um i'm eligible for it because of her childcare costs um, okay that's mm. literally the the main reason um along i guess alongside house housing costs as well now mm. um because they 
take it into account, but not really. Okay, so when you say because of her childcare costs, does it have to pass a certain amount and does it have to be comparative to what you earn or is it just regardless of what you earn, if the childcare passes a certain amount, then you're eligible? eligible. It's hard to explain. Um, it doesn't... It's for anybody that's on childcare. Okay. okay. So if you need to apply for universal credit, you can get it. Yeah. The catch is the moment you earn more than £400 in that month, yeah. they take off, um, I think it's 67p per pound, pound okay. yeah so then you don't so i'm entitled and i quote the word entitled mm. to 646 pounds childcare from universal credit mm. i don't receive that because for every 400 pounds i earn over um every pound i earn over 400 pounds in a month they just yeah. cap it oh okay. my god so and that's what brought it down to 100 yeah so that's what brings it down to 100 so you can apply for it, yeah. but if you're earning over a certain amount of money, once they've started capping and they take away all their deductions, yeah. your payment will be zero. So why so. don't they just say for the amount that you earn, this is how much you can get? Or is it are they allowing for people that might work different hours and get different amounts per week? Yeah, so okay. they're allowing for that. Um, yeah. Does that work again? Um, I don't think, well, I guess it, it does because for some people it would work because most mm. people pay child um, nursery fees uh, sorry, I'm trying to open a pen. Um, one, they're a week weekly paid. Hello. <laughs> sorry, that's my that's my two year old. She's guest here as well. Okay, I can't open that one. Um, most nursery fees are charged weekly. Okay. Um, okay. so you can pay weekly for your nursery fee. Yeah. Um, my daughter's nursery is charged monthly, so mm. again, that doesn't help for me mm. and then also they have the cut off periods as well so they have an assessment period mm. minus the 19th to the 20th so the 19th of say june to the mm. 20th of july yeah, yeah nobody earns money between that period yeah. so mm. again it doesn't make sense yeah so they will say from the 19th of june to the 20th of july the nursery fees that you occurred during that time is what they're taking into account why don't they do what it in the line heck? with just a normal Milk salary yeah. month because they want to be difficult. <laughs> they want to be difficult. That's the only other... Wow. That's the word I can use for that. Because whose payday is in line with, with that? that? Yeah, no one. Hardly anybody. No one's. No one's. Okay. Um. <laughs> the, the look of shock have, on both your faces. I, I have so many questions. Yeah, I just feel like, why make it difficult? I, don't, it, I just don't understand. I That's... think it's to, it's to make people not be on universal credit. I think their aim is, like they said, there's more people working, but... You know, there's more people working, but the the there's a rise in child poverty. Mm. Um, so I'm also an ambassador for Fair by Design, and I work with um, a charity called Gingerbread, mm-hmm. and they're looking at you know how do we tackle the poverty premium. Yeah. So for people who are, because I'm not going to say I'm on a low income because I'm not on a low income, and mm. I'm on an average income for someone that lives in London. Mm. Um, but I'm still struggling because of how and high the fees, fees are. are. Yeah, and is that mainly because of the child cost fees? Yeah, it's mainly because of my childcare fees. I see why you say it's almost like you're being punished for going to work because if you decided to stay out of work or do something different where you could reduce your hours to, I think it's normally fifteen a week. Yeah, if you maximum could do sixteen, yeah, you'd be earning much less, but then they'll be, be giving you more, much more help. But then you can't. My thing with that is that you can't put child a child in childcare for that long. Mm. Does that make sense? It. The, the money doesn't balance out 
So, mm. for example, when I know you've heard about like the, the 15 hours free and the 30 hours free, yeah. Yeah. I don't qualify for the 15 hours free because I don't earn under 15k per annum. Oh my gosh, I thought that was for everyone getting 15 standard. hours. I thought it was standard. No, nah, it's for so from so two to three year olds get so when they're two, they get 15 hours free if you earn under 15k per annum. Do you know what? I was banking on that. <laughs> <laughs> So it was like up to thirty hours. Wow. So it was I. I was literally like, like, "Yeah, she's turning two. I'm gonna get the." They were like, "No, you don't earn enough. You earn more than." But I'm like, "If you earn fifteen hours, if you earn fifteen k per annum, that's what nine hundred pounds a month, maybe eight hundred, depending yes, packs and whatnot." What nursery are you putting your kid in? You're not. That's the thing. Wow. Like where where are you putting your child? And I know people talk about oh, you know, there's childminders and. Other they still have to be paid. They still have to be paid. Wow, I'm actually got <laughs> so, so when she turns three, September when she turns three, then we get thirty hours free, and that is not capped. No, it is capped at a hundred k. So if you earn a hundred k combined or whatever per annum, you don't get the thirty yeah, hours free. Yeah. There's a reason which I think why... is very silly. Yeah, I think there's a reason why people like maybe get married but don't like. Declare, publicize it or declare, declare it, or, it or declare that they're income. living with a partner yeah because yeah. you get more money you get more help yeah. wow that's like going back to the other episode we did where the lady i said that was getting eight pound 98 and she felt that she was being penalized for working because she was working as well yeah and she said that she will earn more money and get more help if she wasn't working yeah, yeah. but then they complain about the unemployment rate yeah. and people not working yeah. But it's like they don't look at the two. They don't realise there's a correlation between working and not being able to afford, afford your fees. Of course, if you want your child to go to a reasonable nursery, which everybody should be able to. My daughter's in the cheapest nursery in my area. And it's one, three. My daughter's in the cheapest For nursery. For four days, which... Cheapest <laughs> nursery in my area. And I'm lucky because their nursery is so good. Yeah, yeah. Um, most nurseries, you bring your own nappies, you bring your own wipes, all that kind of stuff. We don't do that in okay, her nursery. so they cover it all of and that. And it's still the cheapest. So in that sense, I'm actually very grateful for them. Yeah. Um, but I guess going back to like universal credit and where what they deem as, um, I guess, luxuries and what you can afford and whatnot. So their, their thing is as long as you can pay your rent, mm. pay your council tax, pay for gas and electricity everything after that is a luxury so gonna, food is a luxury we're, we're gonna get okay we're, we're gonna get into that in a little bit i just want to ask the let's question. go through the questions <laughs> <laughs> what was application and assessment process what was that like for getting universal credit um mine was slightly different i oh god <laughs> um my universal credit application i um how did it even go so long ago um i had an account mm. because when i was working so when i got pregnant i was actually contracting okay so i wasn't anywhere long enough to get maternity pay from them to, to get government pay yeah. and it was basically universal credit um and then they closed my account why because they weren't paying me universal credit okay so it was they there was some clause in it where because i was getting um, statutory maternity pay mm. um, I wasn't being paid anything from universal credit which meant that I wasn't on universal credit but I was eligible I can't remember it was a very confusing yeah. moment where I just didn't understand what was going on so they closed the account opened it back up again um, 
by the time we we were back in nursery, so she started nursery in March. Um, didn't get any. So how it works with universal credit, you have to pay for the nursery fees first before they reimburse you. Okay. Um, so, go on. So that means you're out of pocket before you're out of more pocket. Yeah. 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 So you have to pay for the nursery fees, then you have to declare it, which I did, and then I didn't get paid. I didn't get paid in March, April, or May. Yeah, I didn't get paid March, April, May for nursery fees. Somebody somewhere made a mistake. Ugh. Um, Do you get interest back on top of that? They didn't even. They didn't even reimburse me. So you, didn't, you just didn't get paid for those months yeah, because of a mis- I, mistake on yeah, their part. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get reimbursed. They said it was a. They said it was a mistake on my part because. Mm. Um, they had the wrong uh, Ofsted number, although, so the nursery has two Ofsted numbers, but they didn't inform me that they had, they, the Universal Credit didn't inform me that they had the wrong Ofsted yeah. number. They just didn't care? Yeah. So it was just, it was okay for them because they didn't have to pay you, so that's yeah. a bonus to them. Yeah. So instead of saying, actually, there's an issue with what you've, with the information you provided, they just said, you're not eligible. Um, it was then when I got my local MP involved where they were like, okay, they looked into it and went, okay, it's the, we have a, you know, the Ofsted number you provided for school in Wimbledon. I'm like, yeah, they have a branch in Wimbledon. Mm. If you if you had contacted me when I first put it in, Mm-mm. that would have been easily rectified. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we then went back and forth with that. Um, but yeah, it's been, I've been battling universal credit since. So every yeah. other month they might not pay me my childcare. They what? might just take it off. Um, and why, what's the, what do they say their reason is for that? My case manager's too busy. I wish I recorded that conversation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had the, I, my, they said your, ca- your case manager has 700 people they're working with. It should be recorded anyway. So most conversations should yeah. be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, so after that incident, I started recording the conversations I have with yeah. Universal Credit. Yeah. Um, so your caseworker has to process your... Yeah, they have to, they have to every, physically verify it. Every week. Every month. Every month. So a case manager has to do that for everyone. That has childcare, yeah. So oh, if wow. they're away or busy, you just don't get paid? Basically. Wow. Okay. And the amount of people that's on universal credit that has kids. Yeah, it's like uh, life doesn't So hold. you spend a lot of time calling them. Yeah. And obviously when you're at work, it's a bit... It's awkward because yeah. you, they're only open from nine till six. Yeah, everybody's at work during, during from nine to six. Yeah, and you spend at least an average of an hour and a half on the phone because mm. it takes about forty-five minutes for someone to pick up their phone. I don't know if you've ever had to call Universal Credit. No. I hope you never do, but you will be on hold oh for. God. You can be on hold for up to two hours. You can be on hold for forty-five minutes, depending on, you know, when someone picks up. Then it might be oh, it's not my department. I'm going to pass you on to my manager and you just kind of go back and forth and you spend a lot of time at work trying to sort this out when yeah. you should be working. working. Yeah. So does this £100 actually help? Is it actually worth it? No. It's it's mm. not. It, but I, because of what, because of where I work and how I'm trying to build my career, mm. I have to do it. Yeah. Mm. Because yeah. if I then say, all right, I'm not going to work for another couple of years, when I come back into the industry, I'm going to come back on a lower pay. Yeah, mm. yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's the only reason, because so many people have told me just don't work, and I completely get where they're coming from. Yeah. I know so many people that don't work, but I feel like a lot of people don't look at the 
the end goal. Yeah, yeah. And I know it's hard when you're in that situation and you're just, it feels like you're drowning or you're spiraling. Mm. It's hard to see the end goal. Yeah. But I yeah. can, like, for me, I feel like I can see it. Mm. Like, it's just me and my child. Yeah. I yeah. can't sit down at home. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would be so bored. Yeah, yeah. So, are there any positives? Does universal credit help your circumstances? I mean, it's money, but are the positives, do the positives weigh out the negatives? No. 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 Is there any positives? No. I don't think, I don't think there is. I don't, I think if you're working, no. I think maybe if you're not working, yeah, then yes, I think it is a good tool for people who aren't working and they need that extra help and they need that extra support. But I think if you're working, it's just, yeah, there's no point. Yeah. So before, in our episode previously, we spoke about the lady that was receiving eight pounds and we spoke about what they deem as necessary for your lifestyle. Tell us about, if you don't mind, what lifestyle changes you've had to make to make this work. Um, just I, I feel like just the normal ones you make when you have a kid, so you mm. stop going out. Um, when I moved into my property, so I, I moved into a new property in, in February. Um, it was actually given to me in September, but because I don't know if you know how the council works, mm-hmm. um, they give you like a literally gutted property. Yeah. Mm. Um, so it took me a while to move in. Um, most of the stuff in my in my property is secondhand. Mm. Um, a lot of it, some of it is free. Um, mm. There's loads of great apps. Spot. Yeah, um, I've heard about There's Spock. an app called Nextdoor. Mm-hmm. Absolutely amazing. People give away stuff all the time. I got a mm. corner sofa for free. Oh, um, oh really? Yeah, I got a corner sofa for free. Um, my cooker secondhand, but never been open. Oh, wicked. My fridge secondhand, never been open. Mm. Um, it's just, you literally have to, you have to budget. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that was like the main lifestyle change. But also, I think when I had my daughter, I also didn't, there were things that I didn't want to incorporate while bringing her up. So kids watch a lot of telly nowadays. They always say, you know, these days our kids don't play out. Yeah. They're always on the telly and I'm like, well Yeah, you told me that in your message. If that's telly. the case, then I don't want her to watch telly. Mm. Um I don't know. I listen to a pod I don't know if I can say their name on here. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um I listen to a podcast called Cut to Chat. I don't know if you've heard of them. No. Um so it's Ace from One Extra. Okay. Oh, okay. Um Damon, he's a uh D- DNL's um barbershop DJ. Okay. Um Barbershop uh Barbar. Yeah. Um Femi from he did kid adulthood and adulthood and the intent okay. yeah so and lee so four of them they talk about you know their lifestyles and whatnot and femi no ace said his kids don't watch telly monday to friday and Do i thought oh wow and then femi incorporated it with his two younger ki- with his two kids and they're really young and i thought oh that's a really good idea and i remember listening to this this was an episode that they had years ago mm. and i thought oh I'm going to do that with my daughter so I don't have a telly. Okay. So that also cuts down on expenses. Yeah. So I'm not paying TV license. I'm yep. not paying for Sky or all that other stuff yeah, that people yeah. pay for. Um, do you have a smartphone? Do you have Wi-Fi and stuff? I have a, I, I do have Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a smartphone. My phone, I'm not a fan of contracts. So my phone was bought outright. Mm. And if you so that, my, cut, that cuts the cost as well yeah, monthly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So my phone, I, my phone's been bought outright um, and I'm on gift gas. So it's not a contract. You just yeah. pay yeah. when you need your credit yeah. really. Um, again, my Wi-Fi is not a contract either. It's pay as you, it's pay as you go. Um, so you pay 20 pounds for the month. It's okay. relish. So it's also not, you don't need a phone line. Okay. Okay. So that's good. You're not paying phone line rentals. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, it's just, it's minimizing stuff. Um, I make sure I get my fruit and veg vouchers from the children's center. That's one thing I am eligible for, okay. even though I work. So what are they? What? Yeah. It's Alexander Rose vouchers. So I think only Hammersmith, I don't know if only Hammersmith and Fulham do them, mm. but they are available in Hammersmith and Fulham. And you can, they basically give you three pounds worth of vouchers. You can use them in one go or you can save them up. Yeah. And you go to the market and you just buy fruit and veg. And it's a market, not supermarkets. No, not supermarkets. The actual actual market. market. Okay, cool. I didn't know that. And did they have a list of markets where you can go to to purchase them? Yeah, that's really good. So that's really, um, that's been one of like the saving graces for me. Um, As well as bulk buying. Mm. Like Mm. you just buy in bulk because there's no point doing a weekly shop every week. Yeah, yeah. It adds up. (laughs) (coughs) Everything adds up after a while. Um, I have a car because I drive to work. Mm-hmm. Um, if I didn't have a car, um, if I didn't need to drive to work, I wouldn't have a car. Yeah. Um, my insurance is pretty low. Um, before, so in February, I had a car crash. So unfortunately, my car's on finance at the moment. Mm-hmm. But before then, the car I had before, I'd bought it outright. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been a fan of doing that. Um, but yeah, I think those are like the biggest things that I've had to change and just even just going out and eating out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even doing her hair, I didn't know how to camo. I've learned mm. to do hair because I, I had to learn to do hair because I was taking her to go and get her hair done 15 pounds every two weeks. Mm. It all adds up. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, she went through a rough stage of looking like Julio, but <laughs> I'm out through it. So one of our discussion points last time that took up a lot of time, and you've touched on it very briefly, but we want to go into it, was um, we were talking about how they make these calculations, how they think people can live off a certain amount. And we went back and forth about the fact that they probably class certain things as luxuries. We think they're necessities because they were so used to them. However, on the grand scheme of things, they're probably looking at it like you don't need X, Y, Z. Yeah. So can you elaborate on what you were saying earlier as to what they or what the government see as luxuries and what they see as necessities? So everything outside of... Outside of your rent, your council tax, gas and electricity, and I guess food, being mm. able to buy food, everything outside of that is a luxury. Well, I wouldn't even say food because you wouldn't have had to go and get the vouchers if they are incorporating food. Mm. Are they really taking that in? I don't think they are. Um, the council give out um, the council give out food food bank vouchers. <coughs> you can walk into a food bank um, uh, place and get food. Mm. Um, I've done it plenty of times okay um but why should someone that works full time need to go into a food bank i just think that's so disgusting because once you pay so like i said i get I'm not saying disgusting that oh my gosh yeah, they should have yeah, got yeah, that yeah, yeah, i just no. can't believe the government no, are, are yeah, putting yeah. people in this position once, so for example in my situation once i get my once i pay my childcare fees um i'm not going to tell you how much i earn i don't want to put it out there yeah of like that but um you know, that's 70% of my wages. Mm. Then I pay my rent and then I pay my council tax. It's done. Yeah. And then you've got gas and electricity and everything else. There's no money. Mm. And then they say, yeah, you just need a hundred pounds extra. So, so the big issues here are the cost of childcare, which I always thought is just crazy. But then I just feel like, how do they assess what, I guess they're not trying to make you live comfortably. It's just a small buffer. It doesn't seem like, from what you're saying, that their interest is in you comfortable living. Yeah, no, or yeah. even surviving. I still don't think people yeah. are, can actually survive on 
the I, help inverted commas i don't giving. think again if you're not working mm. that's where it's helpful when you are working it's it's not helpful at all um i was told that paying nursery fees is a luxury so i was like so, so where's your daughter supposed to go so what do they want i'm meant to take her to work with me but they know that that's not a possibility that that's my assumption from when i was told that because i had to sit down with like a debt management person mm. and they were like okay we're gonna go through all your costings and yeah. they were like at the end of the day we don't care about everything else it is just this stuff that is what you know if you were up against the court and they took you to court the judge would look at your wage can your wage cover these things yes no everything outside of that they don't want to know so basically they, what they're saying is if you're if you're not rich don't have kids basically yeah we actually had a, um, a poll on Twitter, which actually became quite big. Not on Twitter, on Instagram. Mm. And we, was, we asked, what is, say, a good job or a good wage? What do you yeah. think is a good wage for a single mother or father working yeah. full-time, trying to survive in this London? Um, to be honest, I don't know. I think... I think it's about a good wage. I think it's the cost of living. Yeah. I think once, I mean, maybe, because you can, you can live off 28K. You can, like, that's a good wage for a single parent. You know, 30K is a great wage for a single parent. Um, it just means that you won't get help from the government. And I think if, I don't know, maybe I'm, I feel like maybe I feel entitled because I feel like I've paid my taxes, so yeah. mm. I should be entitled to this help. But I think that, I, I don't think there's a good wage. I think it it's the living, the cost of living and mm. also, <laughs> and how, um, yeah, it's the cost of living. And I guess your workplace as well, work environment. So I, I saw that poll. Yeah, yeah. And I think also it, it it's um the workplace environment because I think a lot of some workplaces, not all, are not really they don't cater to people who are single parents. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um and I think you ha they have to think about flex flexi working, working mm. from home, that kind of thing. Because even if you're working from home, your kid might not be at home with you. Yeah. Mm. I think a lot of people think, Oh, when you work from home your kid's gonna be running the muck at home mm. and you're gonna not be concentrating. Your well, child no, could still be in nursery. Yeah, because yeah. you have to work. Yeah, and, and your you're employers are still expecting a certain level of pro productivity from you. Yeah. Just because you're not in the building doesn't mean that you're not working. That you're not working. Yeah. Um, so I, I think there's a combination of things. I don't think there's just one solution. What would you see as um, luxuries and necessities? So we know what they see, it, well, how they class them, but what would you say as a mother? I'd say, like, does, like, what... I see a lot of people buying like designer stuff, so like new phones, like expensive cars. Um, I think if you need to get it on finance, it's a luxury. Mm. Um, and unfortunately, you sometimes you do need to get stuff on um, finance. Like you would need to get. I know a lot of people get their, their TVs and stuff and their their fridges on finance, mm. but I think there are certain things that you don't necessarily need. Like, mm -hmm. I really want a, a dryer. Mm. I don't necessarily need it, yeah, but I want yeah. it. Mm. I'm saving up to buy it. Yeah, yeah. Rather than getting it on finance. So when we spoke last time, we were talking about 
um, smartphones, paying phone bills, Wi-Fi, um, Wi-Fi, having using <coughs> data. And I was saying that we're used to it and we rely on it heavily. However, you can do everything you need to without a smartphone, and that's probably why the government don't see it as a necessity. But do then you- that's that comes down to the individual person, yeah, and also ha- like how you manage your your money yeah so like i said most of my stuff is not on finance i've never really been a fan of finance anyway so my yeah. phone is not on finance yeah i have wi-fi at home because sometimes i work from home so i need yeah, yeah. i need yeah. the wi-fi um if i didn't work f- if i didn't work from home i probably wouldn't have wi-fi okay um again like the telly we don't have a telly we're not at home 90 percent of the time mm. it's true she's mm. at nursery most of the time yeah i'm at work um then when we're not we are you know we're out and about yeah yeah. so there's no point me having a telly Mm. and paying for sky and paying for this and paying for that when i'm not using it Mm um i don't know and yeah i think brand brands i think a lot of people are very i think now a lot of people are caught up on brands a lot so Mm -hmm. you know people is buying like i'll tell you i'll tell you a funny story Mm. i don't buy my daughter's shoes um my dad buys them okay and i felt a type of way because i'm seeing other kids and they're like wearing nikes and Reeboks, and mm. i'm like oh i'm gonna go in and i'm feeling a little bit like i've got money yeah went into foot locker <laughs> it's at 45 pounds i said for what yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for her shoes sh- yeah yeah i don't have 45 pounds for her for shoes. A child's yeah. shoes that they're gonna grow out of how things like that you don't need to spend like i'm not being funny that's ridiculous i don't mm. i don't think i spent 45 pounds on myself recently mm. so why am i gonna spend it on a shoe that she's gonna grow out of in a in a minute yeah yeah yeah, yeah absolutely um, it's things like that i mean you see people and they do like um they do lists like for their baby showers and stuff mm-hmm. and it'd be like john lewis baby grows <laughs> asda has one for eight pounds yeah. <laughs> great they come in a pack of ten yeah yeah like, and it's why am i buying three for 15 pounds in john yeah, lewis yeah like think about it wisely yeah, those, those are yeah. things where i say those are luxuries mm. they're like the my probably the biggest brand I have in my house is H&M yeah Mm. because their clothes are durable for kids yeah Yeah. Morrison's do amazing clothes for kids Mm. people don't go into these shops we just think if it's not H&M Primark or Mother Care John Lewis (laughs) all these expensive shops it's not going to be good but Mm. sometimes these clothes don't last yeah and and they're for babies they're not supposed to last forever no and they They, grow out of them they grow out of them like they grow out of them so quickly um, it's unbelievable. So mm. it's thinking about that. And I think when you're buying your shoes and you're buying, even for yourself, like what are you spending your money on? Mm. Um, I don't, I, right now my hair's done, um, but I don't normally get my hair done that often. I get my hair done every, it's initially before I had it, it's probably every um, six weeks. Okay. I get my hair done maybe every eight to 10 weeks now. Okay. Um, okay. So I do go for a stage where I just look mad, but <laughs> you know, it's because why am I spending so much money getting my head on all the time? Yeah, yeah. Like if I can live with it like that, mm. I mean, when people tell me the price of their wigs and weaves, I'm like, that's just amazing. Mm-mm. I thought my forty five pounds on my dreadlocks was expensive. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I spent three hundred pounds yeah. on the wig, on the wig, and then to get it laid and this and the that. Thing is, and that. We, and, don't, we and really I, don't think about. And it's just, it's literally prioritising. You have to think about what is necessary, what is not necessary, what do you actually need? Do you feel like you have to be more organised, take more time to do things? Because where you said um, Morrison's do um, really good baby clothes and stuff like that, 
somebody probably walks out of their house and has to go 20 minutes down the road and they've got all of these shops maybe in a Westfield or whatever whereas to go to a Morrison's they have to go a little bit further or plan their day better or they don't want to get caught up in the Saturday afternoon rush do you feel like you have to because of how you are prioritizing do you have to organize yourself take more time look for like look for bargains and stuff like that not really you know I don't I don't feel like I take more time doing it I just think um I actually stumbled across Morrison's by accident when I was working mm. in St. Albans. The only shop next to my workplace was a Morrison's. Yeah, yeah. And every time I used to walk past, I could, they've got really cool clothes and yeah. I used to buy stuff from there. Um, and then while I, when I worked in retail, I also understood the needs of like going into other, not the conventional shops to buy stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, going into Asda and buying things from Asda. Yeah, yeah. George's, um, they do yeah, really good stuff. Yeah. Exactly, so... I mean, I don't know, possibly, um, I do a lot of my shopping on a Saturday and Sunday. Mm. So Sunday is when I like do my Morrison shopping mm. and that's because it's on the way to my dad's. Okay. Because um, I drop it to my dad's on a Sunday. Yeah. And on a Saturday, it would probably be when I go to the market because that's when the markets are open yeah. and I'm not working. Um, but yeah, maybe. I think maybe you sh- people should just take a little bit more time out yeah. and, and think about what they are doing. Um, again like even like I touched on wigs and weaves and probably because I have not that it's my pet people I just think oh you're wasting so much money Mm. and people just like you know just wash it don't go buy a new one yeah wash it redo it like before like when we were younger before we were buying wigs and weaves and stuff we were doing so many amazing things with our hair ourselves yeah so why are we not doing that anymore Yeah. yeah I mean I like I said I didn't know how to came out I've always been a put my hair in an afro and go kind mm, of person yeah. so when I got dreadlocks it was always you know you just wake up and go mm. um and I've learned to do it because it's you know it it, it necessity is it necessity um is the mother of all inventions is that what they call it where you just learn okay. yeah yeah learn so on the go you, yeah I've got so many questions that are not on here that's, sorry go on I was just gonna say so I feel like the way you live your life is in line with what the government want you to do. Yeah. Do you know anybody on use, receiving universal credit or do you see people talking about it maybe on Twitter or anywhere else and you know that they have a bag of what the government would call luxuries? So like paying monthly for a smartphone, paying a high cost to have the latest smartphone. Or car. TV, yeah, TVs, full sky package, stuff like that and still complaining that it's not enough. Do you know anyone like that or do you, I don't want to say frown upon people like that but do you see a massive difference in what why they're struggling versus why somebody who is genuinely struggling because it just doesn't stretch i do see people like that i don't frown Mm. on it Mm. um it's weird because people that complain they also have a lot of help Mm. so the people that i know that are doing that kind of stuff they've got like huge family support systems and Mm. you know like you said they're in a they're in a relationship that they haven't declared but so they get more money Mm. um I don't frown on it. It, I don't know. One half of me is like, well done. Mm. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. you can beat the system. You've managed yeah. to beat the system, yeah, yeah. And then the other part of me is just like, well, this is unfair. <laughs> like, yeah. you know. Yeah. I guess my question is, do you think that people on people receiving universal credit should have the latest iPhone and be paying 60, 70, 80 pounds a month or should have the biggest sky package, should have the best TV. I don't think they should. I think you need to live within your means. I think, you know, 
nothing lasts forever. Mm. So if right now you have to live within your means, you have to live within your means. Yeah. You sh- I don't feel like you, I don't say deserve to have it, but you know, if you're not working, why do you want this? Yeah. Where's your income coming in from? What do you need it for? Yeah. 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 But that's the thing, we're living in a time now where people identify luxuries as necessities because we're just so used to them. Like we're all guilty of that. Yeah. Where we think, we think we need because I feel like Certain I need brands. a smartphone now. Yeah, with yeah that that discussion we had because it can do so much. Like online banking was one of our discussion points. The guys were saying, um, but you need it to do that because you can move money around in minutes. And well, the banks are still open. You might have to take a walk down the road or jump on a bus. But then, but then you've got maps. You've got buses. Like if you want to go to interviews and yeah. stuff like that. See, I don't disagree with that. Mm. What I disagree with is constantly updating your phone. Mm. sorry so i've got an s is it s7 or eight i don't know it's an old phone it's mm. probably one of the it came out maybe three years ago now mm. it probably does need to be updated but for its purposes it's working it's mm. so i've got my internet banking yeah. i've got my maps i've got my stuff on it why do i need the latest iphone just mm. because or the latest is it samsung you've got yeah. yeah or the latest one just because the design Goodness, is nice yeah. yeah like why do you yeah. need it you don't necessarily need it mm. um people will change their cars all the time um my mom said to me if i had money i'd probably be one of those people but i don't think i would be mm. but again why are you doing that and the thing is you're not buying your car outright you're financing it mm. that's fr- like as far as i'm concerned that's throwing money away because you're just paying money into the system and then you're like i don't want a car no more you've paid what 3k towards a car that you're not gonna buy mm. you've given it back and now you've got another car and you're it's now gone up in price mm. and you're paying more for a different car mm. that you're not gonna buy and, and that's literally just wanting to have i mean there's there's other things to it like not wanting to have repair costs and all of that but that's just wanting to have the latest car yeah that's that's mainly what that is not wanting to be driving the car past three years old yeah because there's a new shape out or even if the shape hasn't changed on the outside i mean we're going into a car episode (laughs) like the technology is different all of that yeah yeah, but then but how i mean it's getting you to a yeah it's getting you to a to you're saying like if i can tell you this now if my if i didn't have that car crash in february i would still be driving my nissan micro Mm. it was a great car it was economical um i think that's a lot of people people look at stuff like that like how much are you paying on road tax? How much are you paying on your insurance? Yeah, how much? How much you're paying more than three hundred pounds on your car? Why do you have a car? Mm. Like it's just too expensive. Yeah. Like minus and micro did not cost me that much. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's thirty pounds to top up a full ca- tank. Um, road tax for the year is thirty pounds, so you just mm. pay that out, right? Mm. I think my insurance was like ninety something pounds, eight something pounds a month. Mm. If I could pay it off outright, I probably would have done. Yeah, mm. yeah. But yeah, it's just you know you have. To, I don't know. I've, maybe because I, well, I like money. So for me, if I'm spending it unnecessarily, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. Like you can't just, I'm not wasting money like that. I work too hard for it. Mm. Like I've been working since I was 14. I'm not going to, like, I'm not, it's my money that I've worked hard yeah. for. I've gone to work. Like you've, you've been in situations where it's uncomfortable. And I think people don't understand the value of money. That's yeah. probably it for me. Mm. Um, How was this, um, if you don't mind me asking, affected you, say, mentally and emotionally? Has it taken its toll in terms of, like, having to budget and having to always put, pull back and maybe not being able to do exactly what you want to do? Mm. Um, it hurts. I don't know. Um, 
I don't, I'm not, I would not say I've gone through a point of depression, but you do feel inadequate mm. because you can't do, like, I see how people, they take their kids to the zoo and this, that, and the other, and I can't do that. Like, I want to take her to the zoo, I want to take her to Lego, and I got this. It's expensive. It's expensive. I don't have the money. Sixty pounds. So I don't have that money. So, um, I don't know if you can still hear me. Yeah. Yeah, I think it should be fine. Um. Yeah. So I mean, you you feel a bit inadequate, but again, I feel like it's also made me more determined. Amen. Because I know that it's not. I'm not gonna be in this in this same place in the next three years. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to be earning the same wage. She's not going to be... I'm not going to be paying all this nursery fees. It's going to be different. Mm. So I can't sit there and dwell on, all right, right now you're having to cut back. Yes, I want to go on holiday. Like, I want to do stuff. I want to go and go and do crop over and wear, like, the big expensive costume <laughs> and everything else. But I can't do that right now. It's yeah. just... It's a matter of timing. And it's understanding that sacrifice. Like, I chose to have a child. No mm. one forced me to have a kid. So it's... You know, I can't sit there and go, oh, it's just really hard and it's really depressing because at the end of the day, you know, everything I'm doing is for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like she's watching my example. Mm. So many people that meet her, I know she's sleeping now, mm-hmm. but <laughs> when you do like see her in her full glory, she's so like, she's so well behaved. She's like really independent. Mm. Um, You know, she can roller skate. She's two and she can roller skate, yeah. you know, and it's making sure that, I'm providing for her, making sure she has enough for right now yeah. so that when we get to the future, I can still be able, I'm still in that position to continue that mm-hmm. rather than, you know, pretending right now and then yeah. you get there and it's like, okay, mm-hmm. well, now you're homeless because yeah, you don't well, have money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think one question, one final question, unless you've got another <coughs> one. I was going to say, was there anything that we were incorrect about or insensitive about during our episode? I think I don't know if it's incorrect but it's a common misconception that people who are on universal credit just want luxuries and that's mm. not the main thing it's yeah. you just want the basics yeah, mm. yeah like it's literally just the necessities that you would like to have so I can't remember who was saying you know how can she only have eight pounds something after universal credit mm. and it's like well it depends on how much she's getting. Yeah. Because yeah. everybody gets a different amount from Universal Credit. Yeah. yeah, so funny. As soon as we finished recording that episode, I went to go meet my friend and one of her friends got paid £7 a month mm. on Universal Credit and she works. Yeah. What yeah. is £7 a month going to do? So Why guess... are you even sending someone £7 a month? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know how cheeky that is? Mm. <laughs> so I guess our anger was more of why she only got £8? What is she spending her money on? Yeah. When really the question is, she or, or we should need to consider that she's getting eight pounds because of all of the cuts because yeah. she's possibly working yeah. and whatever yeah. okay yeah that, that's good to know because like i said we're speaking of it from doing research rather yeah. than actually living it you know so it's so it's so good to have you here <laughs> Thank honestly you. i feel like this has been so insightful for me i literally i feel like i've sat here with my eyes yeah I, have, I haven't really said much, yeah. much because i'm just sitting here just thinking that I'm in shock, mm. and I'm. It's, it makes it so upsetting as well. It's just, and it, it makes you think that you take things for granted. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. I'm thinking about the next pair of trainers that I was going to get <laughs> yesterday, and I'm like, well, I'm no, going to. I feel like if you can afford it, then you should get it. Like, yeah. I, I don't feel. 
I guess my thing is I don't feel like you should cut back if you don't have to. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, if I could afford it, yes, I would, ma'am, I like boots. How many <laughs> pairs of boots I would have? Like, I would just be swimming in boots right now. Mm-hmm. I would have so much jewellery. Yeah. I like my jewellery. Yeah. Um, But it, again, it's just, it's for now. You get what I'm saying? It's, it's only for now. Yeah. It's not yeah. going to last forever. Mm-hmm. Like, things are going to change. Yeah. So before you was, um, we started recording, you was talking about your end goal of what you want to do in terms of books. Do you want to oh, tell people? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm starting a podcast um, mm-hmm. and it's called Ayo's Fantasies um, because I read a lot of fantasy books. So it's going to be a review podcast oh, nice. on books. Um, if you haven't read the books and you would like to read the books, yeah. it's great to listen to because I won't give away the whole story. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know how that's going to happen, but I'm going to try. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just, it's more like a, a discussion point yeah. so I read a lot of fantasy books they're like young adult fantasy books yeah. um, and it's everything you can imagine like dragons elves witches mm. all of that kind of stuff that's my that's my little yeah. world that I live in um, I was meant to start it last month but the book I read I didn't like the way it ended oh, okay. <laughs> and I didn't want to start it on a bad note yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to go again hopefully end of this month I'm reading a book currently it's called um, King's Bane um, mm. it's a part two so mm-hmm. hopefully once i finish that i will launch it end of june oh excellent also you spoke earlier about is it gingerbread gingerbread what do they do so they are a charity for single parents mm-hmm. um so they help single parents with um getting back into work finding jobs um emotional support support groups um i found them because i felt a bit out of place so everyone I know has a mum and a dad okay. and it was just like oh it's lovely meeting up with people that have a husband or a wife but yeah. I wanted to meet people that were like me yeah um so that's how I got in contact with them um and through them I met I um, got in contact with Fair by Design so mm. they are trying to tackle the poverty premium so it's basically why should the cost of being why should being poor cost you more yeah, mm. yeah. so yeah. you know things like um payday loans mm. um a friend of mine recently bought her sofa from bright house even though i tried to convince her not to yeah. mm. um you know things like that capping what what people like bright house can put on interest so mm. why are you paying 700 pounds for a 300 pound sofa yeah, yeah 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 that doesn't you know they shouldn't be able to do that to people who don't who are literally struggling yeah, mm. and those yeah. are the people that they target the vulnerable so mm. I would love to help to change that. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Is there anything else you would like the people to know or anything you want to say in regards to universal credit or just... I guess, yeah. like, if you are struggling and you are on universal credit, don't feel like you're the only person mm. and don't let it get to you. It's easy to say don't let it get to you, mm. but, you know, you <sighs> there's always light at the end of the tunnel and mm. I know that sounds so cheesy but mm. you know you're not gonna be in this position forever mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah. don't feel like you are gonna be in it forever if you are a single parent I would say wait till your kids at school age and then go back to work mm. even wait till they're three yeah, and go yeah. back to work because you know it like things will change it like it can't be like this forever yeah no like even Job things got better for him and mm. they they went really downhill for him mm. so yeah wicked and i feel like you gave some good tips on 
like stretching the money like when you spoke mm. about spark um you said next door next door next door's a great app um mm. you have to sift through all the unwanted information yeah um but yeah people give away stuff for free all the time mm. you can get pots for like a pound mm. um people are always selling stuff um yeah. and you think people that use that are the ones that are actually in need or just going to be taking it to just resell do you think I think people actually need it. I don't think people resell. I've rarely seen anything resold on it. Mm. Um, what I have noticed on a lot of these, I guess, apps is you see a lot of people who are like, just have just have had babies um, and they're always the ones looking for stuff. So you see people like reselling like baby baths, um, mm. buggies, because they're really expensive. Mm. Um, cots, uh, Moses baskets, all those kind of stuff that, mm when you first have a kid and you go into like mother care or mamas and papas and they say a thousand pounds for a three piece buggy you're like <laughs> a thousand pounds yeah, for what yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know you can get it maybe a hundred pounds two hundred pounds on like spark or even facebook market like just it's just literally going and, and doing your research and doing your research mm. yeah okay. wow Thank you so much for your time and for being so transparent with the information. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's I, been I'm, it's been wicked. Uh, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any social media that you yeah, want to plug or where people can find your podcast? Um, so my podcast, you can find it is A Y O um, S Fantasy. So F A N T A S Y. Yeah, Fantasy. And that's on Instagram. And then you can probably follow me on twitter and i think my twitter handle is a-y-o-f-l-a-g-z okay okay cool. so thank you again for coming thank you again for messaging us about coming yeah. on to this thank episode like we really appreciate it there's so much i've learned i'm, I'm just literally okay. in shock i don't have much to say because yeah. i'm in shock <laughs> there's so much things going I've on in my head so much um, but yeah, I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. And like we say, we always say yeah. if we've said something wrong or if we are not given the full perspective of something, contact us because we don't know. We do our research. We try our best. But um, as usual, we have issued a new pod every Tuesday. Thank you for continuing to tune in. We are on all of the platforms, Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, Stitcher, yeah. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at Making Sense PC. Please, please send in your questions. Um, give us feedback. Yep. Just anything. Use the make it the hashtag Making Sense PC for any discussion points. And yeah, we will discuss. Thank you guys again. Thank for you. In. Thank you again, Io. That's all right. Take care. Bye. Bye.